Very good morning. So good to be here. Uh, let's pray. Close your eyes for a second. Lord, we love you. It's a privilege to be here together in this hall, in this morning, so beautiful morning. We need your words. Uh, we need words that we need, not words that we want. Speak with us. Speak in our spirit, in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We are back for the series We Believe, and today we talk about the resurrection of Jesus. Let me just use that quote from the series. Uh, On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. Amen. Question for you. Why you are here today? These kind of questions I have for myself sometimes. You know, the first thoughts, when you open your eyes in your bed, what's your first reaction? You open your eyes and you see your room. Some of us, you just turn for the side to check the phone. Oh, what's up from yesterday? Some just give a kiss and the wife or husband, I don't know. Or the first thoughts, and then... In some moments, you realize, oh, today's Sunday, church time. What kind of thoughts, what kind of feelings was in your heart, in your emotions, in your mind while you were giving breakfast for kids or in the shower or when the house was quiet, just you and a black coffee thinking, oh, okay, I need to do this, to do that. Or uh, in the way, coming for this place this morning, Driving, cycling, walking, maybe have some fight in the car, or maybe you forgot the chicken in the freezer. Oh my God, I forgot the chicken. What the kids you eat after the uh, after church time, or what kind of why you are here? Uh, why did you come here this morning? What was your motivations? What was your feelings? Let's think together in some kind of answers. Maybe you are here because. Come on, Danny, my life's so busy. Monday to Friday, sometimes I remember Jesus on Thursday or Friday. Oh, yes, I need to pray. I need to read the Bible. I have no time for this. I'm running. I need to send emails. I need to call for customers, for clients. But yes, I'm a believer. Yes, I love Jesus. Yeah, yeah, and I know you love Jesus. I love Jesus. And our life sometimes is very busy, very, very. But Sunday morning, we wake up and we op- open our wardrobe and Jesus there. Hey, Jesus, church time, let's go. And you just clean some dust and everything. And you came to the car, talking with Jesus sometimes. I did this several times in my life. Coming to preach in some place or just coming for the church and asking, Jesus, why I feel so dry? I love you. I really love you, but I, I don't feel your life in me. I don't know. Or maybe you just came here because it's a nice environment to bring the kids. And this is good, it's not bad. Or maybe you are here because, oh, then you don't know my wife. If I don't come to the church, I will get in trouble. (laughs) Or just to pay some kind of moral debt with God, to make me feel in peace with God. Okay, my part is done. I came to the church now. Let's have a lunch. Oh, this guy is talking too much. It's all right, half 11. Let's go. All of us, we have some kind of internal clock. You know, when it's near to half 11, we start to cook in the church. 
And we start to think, okay, let's eat in the, and send some texts. Oh, let's go for County Mall or for some nice pub to have a lunch, or some of us is going to work, like me, today. Uh, I don't know what kind of expectations we have when we wake up, come for this place, and we are here now to talk about Jesus, the resurrection of Jesus. What kind of thoughts we have in our minds when you are singing that songs and repeating that words in, in the wall here? What is inside of us? All of us will have fears, sorrows. We have no answers for the questions. We don't know how to be a good wife, a good husband, a good father, a good employee, a good boss, a good teenager. We try. Sometimes we feel like we are nobody. Feeling of worthless. Feeling of worthlessness. Emptiness. Sickness. Alone. Emotions. Out of control. And then the people are asking for something. So they go for psychiatrists, clinics, psychologists, doctors, and sometimes for charts like this one. And the problem is sometimes when you come for this kind of environment place <clears throat> and we just can't see a historical Jesus, informations about Jesus. Oh yes, I know, have Christmas, Easter, and all this stuff. Jesus was born very poor, and Jesus died on the cross, and the third day he resurrected, uh, uh, he was risen from the dead. And we have lots of informations. We don't know what to do with all these informations. We know everything. We know Bible verses in our minds, and we know everything, but we still don't feel the life of God. We still feel full of questions in our soul, and we have no answer for this. And we are here sometimes, the church just offer historic Jesus, informations of theological information which is good for the brain, but not good for the soul, which is just in the skin and not for the depths of our soul. And then we just leave places like this in the same way. Why you came here this morning? Why you came here in your last five years in your life? Two years, in the last year, six months, Maybe for one of these reasons, maybe it's because you want to see your friends and have a cup of tea, which is good, but it's not enough to feed the human needs of the soul. It's not enough, but maybe in the depths of our soul, there's some seed or some voice saying, hey, come on, maybe today God will speak to me. Maybe, I don't know, some song, some sentence, some, some conversation. Maybe in some moment I will feel God. And then you came. And now we are here. Maybe there is some specific areas in our life which is that. We are in the church, but there's a dead death of dialogue, good conversations. You know, when you are in the everyday life, family life, and some husbands and wives, they just talk about useful and practical things for the house. 
Okay, honey, are you going home on the road? Okay, bring some bread. This is the conversation. Or sometimes our kids, they go for different rooms in the house, in the internet, they eat in there. And we talk about bills that we need to pay, and we talk about our problem situations. But it's a death of dialogue, understanding, love, gestures of affection. And, and we have this dead around us all the time. We don't know how to bring life for this area. Maybe you are here, and five years ago, you were a guy full of dreams. But after so many frustrations, deceptions, and disappointments, there's no more dreams. It's just normal life. And then remember, yes, mm, should be so amazing, that dream, but ah, now it's just five years. And we just forget, we bird, and we uh, have a death around us of dreams, of good conversations, of uh, affection, of love, of passion, of faith. And we have a historical Jesus, and we are Christians, but where's the mission? Where's the passion? Where's the flame? I don't know, God, I don't know. I don't know how to find this again. This morning... We will talk about the power of the resurrection. A God who is able to bring life again. A God who is able to change our lives forever. A God who said, he said, oh, for, for, for the sisters of Lazarus sisters, he said, I will be the resurrection. No, I was the resurrection. No, I am the resurrection in life. The God who is Emmanuel with us now, here, this morning, in this few minutes before we finish this meeting, he's here with the resurrection power in his hands, and he knows you, my friend. He knows me. He knows what kind of crosses we have. The greatest news in the world came from an empty tomb. I love this, and I love when the disciples are full of the Holy Spirit in Acts chapter 2, uh, in 24, they say, freeing him from the agony of death because for the death was impossible. I love this word. Was impossible for who? For the death to keep it hold on him. Impossible. The death say, okay, uh, this guy's too much for me. I give up. It's impossible for the death. Man, I love this word. Every time when you feel hopeless, every time when you feel with no dreams dry, every time when you see your mirror or your scale when you are overweight and this kill you, every time when you feel rubbish, look to the cross and say for yourself, like I did many times in my life, oh, there is no bar in the cross. It's empty the cross. There is no hair, no bone, no evidence. The tomb is empty. There's a resurrection, a new era in the world, a new era in the universe, a new time for my life because it's impossible for the death. And the same spirit, oh, I love this word. The same, is not another one, the same love, the same power, the same spirit who rose Christ from the death is with me, is with you, here, now, and forever. It's the same. It's the same. He not changed the mind. He not say, oh, Daniel is too much. Oh, you have too much sins for me. I don't know. It's the same. Power. Dunamis power. 
I remember once I was with some guys in a very, if you type in your Google, uh, Google it later, favelas is a very poor place in Brazil, very, very poor, uh, full of violence and that small uh, houses with wood, and we were there preaching there, and cutting hair for the kids, giving some food, and I was with two guys, we, we'd been in different houses, praying, casting demons, it was a very tiring day. In the end, I was uh, in my bed, overnight, sleeping, and the Satan came to me, and my ears were stuck in my bed, and he was screaming, I will kill you, I will finish with you, I will kill your dreams, your ministry, everything. And I remember, I don't care about you. The resurrection power is in my life. And nothing can change this. Nothing can stop you, my friend. You can stop you. But nothing can stop you. The resurrection power of Jesus is real. It's not historical stuff. We don't want more information. We have enough. We have enough. We have YouTube. We can see everything. Oh, let's read about... Uh, the evidence of resurrection, it is good. I'm not saying, but don't change my life. Don't bring life for my marriage. Don't bring life for my kids. Just information, don't change the way that I work in my company. Just information, don't change. I know what to do. I don't know how. I'm not strong, strong enough. I don't know how to take decisions. I know the right things. And I love when Paul, in Romans, Chapter six, seven, uh, chapter 6, verse 4 is right in there. We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that, oh, I love this first part, death, buried, cross, suffering, comma, and then we have the rest. Just as a Christ, as who, sorry? Just as a Christ has raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. And this teach me that it's impossible to have experience of resurrection or with the resurrection power without suffering the cross first, without face the death. And there is all type of crosses, all type of equipments that God can use to kill your flesh. Maybe in the end of this meeting this morning, hall down the corridor, your cross is there, maybe. It's your child, and you don't know how to love this kid. And you keep this in your heart. Because nobody will understand you if you share this. Or maybe your cross, solid teenagers, is your parents. You are begging for affection, for touch, and you don't have. And you try to receive approval from parents. And this is painful for you because the cross is always painful. Maybe your cross is sit beside of you now. Everybody thinks you are amazing, except the person that you are married to. <laughs> Everybody thinks, oh, you are so nice. And in the depths of your soul, you think, I wish my wife could see this, or my husband. <laughs> the person that you are asleep with, don't, don't realize your, your skills and how good are you, you are. We have 
all kind, all type of crosses. And like I said, maybe your cross is your self-esteem. I'm overweight, Danny. I'm fat. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to love. I have a trauma in my life, in my childhood, and my heart still bleed. And that's why today I'm an adult. I don't know how to offer love because I've never received. I don't know how to care because I was abused. And you still have this cross over you. Is the suffering, is the death. Is the moment in our lives that you are so, because in the cross there is no joy. When Jesus was hanging on the cross, pff, suffering and death. Maybe you are here this morning with all these informations mixing, mix it. And your soul, I not talk about the memories of your brain, I talk about the memories of your soul, feelings that you have no name for these feelings. Sometimes when you got some time to pray and you start to cry, you don't know why. There is something in your soul. And you don't know the answer. And God, I need something new. I need the resurrection. This morning is the resurrection time for you. Because if you suffer with Jesus, in order that, there is a mission, there is a why we are suffering. There is a, the, suffer, the cross is not forever. You may be broken now, but you will not be broken forever. You may be alone in it now, but you will not be alone in forever. It's a season in your life. It's the moment in your life. And now we will pray, and you, you pray, and you ask God, I need you to clean this mountain. I need you to overcome this situation. I need the resurrection power of Jesus in my life. And we will pray for this. Because the Christ story did not end at the cross. Um, I want to call Ian and the guys from the band to start to play our last beautiful song. It's a hymn. I love the hymns. I love the rock and roll as well, but I love some hymns. <laughs> yes. If he's around, please come. And I want to finish with this. John chapter 20, verse 10. Mary, she went in the tomb, right? She went to the tomb. She was there. Look, look at me now. Look here now. She was there. With all the signs and evidence about the resurrection around her, she couldn't see. She was there. Look, the tomb was empty. Nobody's in there. Two angels was in there with white robes. And they talked to her. Oh, hello, Mary. She couldn't see. <clears throat> she was so full of anxiety. She was looking for some answer for her drama, for that situation in her life. She couldn't see everything around her full of life and joy because her emotions was still on Friday evening. The newspaper, old and yellow one from Friday evening. The feelings that are stuck in the Friday, frozen in the Friday evening. Take your camera, pause. Friday evening, cross, Jesus died. All my hope, all my ears that I dedicate to him, finish now, it's over, it's finished. 
Her emotions wasn't there. But it was Sunday morning and she didn't realize. There is something new coming she didn't realize. She couldn't see because of the tears in her eyes. Because she was weeping. When we are like this, we cannot see how many signs, how many evidences about the new life of God around us. She was stuck in there. And then she, she saw two angels with ripe, uh, uh, white robes talking to her. Oh, hello, why you are crying? It's a question. If you read in your house, uh, uh, John chapter 20, verse 10. Why you are crying? Why, what's the reason of your tears? And, but she didn't give time to the conversation. She just left the tomb and she saw a man. And she thought, oh, it's a gardener. Uh, hey, Gardner, do you know what happened here? It was Jesus. She didn't see. This is me. When I don't trust, when my anxiety coordinates my movements, my, my life, my decisions. You know what, what I'm saying for God when my anxiety is my boss? I'm saying, God, I don't trust in you. You don't know how to fix this situation, are you? You don't know how to provide for my life or to open the doors for me. God, uh, you have this delay. God, I cannot wait for you. And you take the control of our lives when you just find more sadness, emptiness. But then, I, I wish be there. If I have a camera, now, take your camera from Friday evening, put in the garden, in the garden, Sunday morning, day like this, maybe, sun, sunshine, the guy was there with his hair and the lights of the sun, with the big smiling, and he just said one word, Mary, he knows your national insurance number. He knows your address. He knows your name. He knows your suffering. He knows that you cannot open your heart for the people in the church because they will laugh or because they will not believe in you, they will judge you. He knows. And when he called her by the name, she understood straight away. It's not 10 years leaving God, studying the Bible. No, that moment's simple. Rabboni, teacher, master, come on, it's you. And it's amazing because he just gave for her a mission. Hey, Mary, go spread the news. Tell for the guys, for everybody. Friday evening Swedish. <laughs> Death times their life, it's over. It's not forever. Stop to think about this. Believe there's a new day for you. Cross, I know it's painful. <clears throat> I know it's hard. But there's a resurrection that we cannot explain. To come, something is about to happen in your life. Something is about to happen. 
Some families, this evening, you receive a new husband, a new wife, a new wives, because there is a new wife inside of you, a new husband, a new preacher, a new singer, a new someone inside of you come, wants to come out in this today. I will ask for the guys to, to, to sing the first part of the song. We can stand, we can sing, and we can pray. Let's do this now. Jesus, thank you for your resurrection power. Thank you for what you're resurrecting in those who are responding now. You don't, you don't leave us. You don't forsake us. You're about a restoration work. 